Hello, and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. This is our first show of 2018. I hope everyone had a great holiday season and ate a lot of tacos on their holiday break. Let's all do our part to make 2018 the year of the taco. What that means, I don't know. I guess it means eating tacos as much as possible, more than you already eat tacos, eat them for mostly every meal that you can, and do your part to never let people badmouth tacos. If you hear someone talking disparagingly about tacos, stand up to them, stand up for tacos. I think 2018 is the year that we, we make tacos the number one thing on our list of, of loving. So uh, let's do our part. 2018, the year of the taco. Thank you. Like I said before, I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until it's the right time to talk about it. <clears throat> Today, we'll be reviewing another great Kansas City taco destination. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco place with me and you, and we'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. Today's taco destination is Rico's Tacos y Lupe at 802 Southwest Boulevard in Kansas City, Missouri. It's frequently featured on the best tacos in Kansas City lists. It has very cheap prices. They're great street tacos. It used to be a BYOB, if I understand. I don't think it is anymore. The hours are kind of here and there. They're very sketchy. You might think it might be open and you go there and it's closed and you might think it's closed and it'll be open, but they're kind of hit or miss. So just uh, keep that in mind if you're going there to get tacos. It has a great Taco Tuesday. It has dollar tacos on Taco Tuesday. And it's one of the many amazing taco places you can find on Southwest Boulevard. Let's meet this week's guests. Rhiannon Birdsall is a talented actress, voiceover artist, performer, and singer. She has appeared in many TV commercials and films. Is that true? I mean, <laughs> yes, some. Yes, yes, yes. Weren't you in an amazing film directed by W. Dave Keith called Metcalf South Memories? I was. That was one of my most beloved characters that I was able to enact for the screen for all of our local Kansas Cityans who enjoyed the Glenwood Arts Theater that recently kind of transitioned. I was a Jones Store girl, if anyone remembers the the famed Medcalf South Mall and the Jones Store. Grew up going there as a child. What's some VO work that you've done recently? I've, I've done a lot of ADR, so I apparently have a knack for sounding like other people <laughs> rather than myself. I've done some ADR for Flatliners. I did a bunch for the film The Shallows. Oh, cool. Um, and let's see. A recent one, I did something for Roseman Pike for some sort of film that's coming out. What's fun is sometimes, you know, you do your auditions and then you don't know what the projects are for. And then later you're watching your favorite show and you're like, ah, that's that's what that's from. <laughs> that, that recently happened when I was watching Future Man, uh, oh, which cool. I really like that new show. Um, but I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, because it was a Glenn Halley where she's like, you guys, we've got the best doctors in the city. I didn't do a very good job of her, but <laughs> anyway. What are some of the lines in the shallows? Aren't you, isn't it a lot of grunting and attacking a shark and stuff like that? Or, um, or being attacked by a shark? Well, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just Blake Lively on a, a rock or a thing in the middle of the ocean with a shark that's stalking her. But yeah, no, I did underwater uh, recording. So that was really fun because I got Whoa. to, I got to record at the Foley stage. Underwater? At Sony. Well, I didn't, I actually kind of thought I'd be like, you know, I was like, submerged. oh, I'm going to be like submerged in a tank. <laughs> and it was really just lots of mineral water that they had put in a storage tub <laughs> with mics, <laughs> with microphones that's that were awesome. dropped into it. But I mean, that was actually, that's been like one of the most fun sessions to do. And it was actually oddly refreshing because that whole, all the underwater stuff was like me screaming and like, you know, because they'd be like, okay, now do a bunch of cuss words. So I just be like, <laughs> 
underwater. And and then, you know, I made this whole joke of how I was like, I could really see like, like mothers and like this, like instead of like going to yoga class where it's like you're doing something relaxing, it's like we all go and, you know, you have candlelights and you have all of your tubs filled with mineral water and you just get to yell and scream, scream and like scream at the top of your lungs and you come up and it's like this, because it was oddly very refreshing. I was like, I feel, I feel oddly like so much emotionally lighter uh, than I did before. I did say some, li- I did a bunch of lines in the film actually, but. My mom um, and dad went on a date to a movie, which they barely ever do. Uh-huh. And they saw that movie. That was the one they saw. <laughs> <laughs> it got, you and know. They, they liked it. Yeah. They said it was good, so. It's simple, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really funny. We are also joined by Nicholas Naughton. Hello, Nicholas. Thanks Hi for there. being here. Nicholas is the owner and proprietor of La Cucaracha Press which has been in business since 2011. He's an artist and an educator, and he's a very big fan, as is Rhiannon, of Rico's Tacos y Lupe. Also, you guys are the first couple we've had here on Taco the Town. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) So tell me, what's the story behind your love for Rico's? Did you meet there, or is there a certain time early in your relationship that you had tacos at Rico's? Well, he just always, he was always wearing a, a Rico's Tacos shirt. Like a lot, and so yeah, wore like, proudly. Yeah, and I remember just being like, and and I'm you know obviously local to Kansas City, and Nick's not. He's originally from like Iowa, so it was just funny because he kind of educated me more on the local uh, taco spots, and Rico's Tacos was one of them. So you want to leak? Yeah, and it was uh, like we got into. I got into it because of the art scene mostly. So like down there, being being close to downtown, where a lot of the arts functions and things were going on, it was just kind of a staple. And it's like super affordable and super good. And and I think like you said, yeah, back in the day, you could bring your own beer in and stuff. So you'd go pick up a six pack at Royal Liquor and then walk across the street. Although tip to anyone who does this: do not park your car at Royal and then leave it there and go eat tacos because they will put stickers. Right on your windshield. Oh, no. This happened to me actually because if you wouldn't think, but like they're very protective of their parking lot at Royal. So right. if you park there, like they put it right where you see out your windshield, and uh. you have to remove it on the spot. You can't actually drive your car away after they do this to you, and it's like really hard to get off. And it's like a really like a six by nine inch decal, like that they just like slap on there that basically says "Don't park here." Oh <laughs> like, wow! Like we'll tow your car and. Yeah, so I wonder why they did away with the BYOB. I feel like they still have that though. I mean, last time I was there, I felt like I was there for like lunchtime, so I didn't, you know, that we weren't doing that. But I don't. I feel like you still can do that. Maybe we should it could just be try that. I would say maybe we should just show up with a cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so not just could, a six pack. So you could go there and spend, I mean, literally like maybe 10 bucks for two people to eat and like bring in a six pack and like you'd see people you know and you can pretty much get in and out really fast. The food comes in just minutes, you know, so it was, well, I it was think really the, just a great place. Yeah, and the fun part about it too, I mean, I mean, as you mentioned before, like they have interesting hours. Um, I like the elusiveness of that. I mean, I think that that, I mean, we can all probably, I mean, I think that's in nature where everyone's like, well, so when's it going to be open? It, it's like this mystery and you look for that surprise and like, cause I mean, honestly, I'm like going there. I have so many memories of showing up and it's just closed and I'm like, why? No. <laughs> no. Which happened to me today yeah. because I was hoping yeah. to have tacos for us to eat yeah. here. But I went there when the website said, or the internet said it was open and it was closed. Yeah. Um, but so we won't be eating the tacos today. We can just talk about our memories yeah. of eating Rico's tacos. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's kind of like, I think the family owned establishment, they get to pick their own hours. And there's something cool about that. We get to be a slave to them rather than them to us, kind of a little bit with our appetite. Yeah, it's very real. It's like, it's literally like a family that run it. And like, they're, you know, at least when I was going all the time, like, there was like all the kids in the family were there working and like they'd bring you your chips and drinks and like serve you. And, so it's like really like a, you know, so if they close for a day, it's just like there are, there's just one core of people who run it, you know. And mm-hmm. right. I heard a rumor that you, Nick, were in a taco eating contest at mm-hmm. Rico's. Yeah, I, I tried. I didn't win, unfortunately, that when I went for it, but I, I really wanted to do it. So I went with one of my students. He'd graduated, but someone I had taught in the past. And so we went down there and we, we tied it on for lunch. 
<laughs> and he and I just like were both eaters. So we ate a lot of chips and like, you know, didn't really like approach it as like, we're going to win this thing. And so we ate too many chips. And I think I had about 15. He had, I think we both hit 15 and then oh. got our picture on the wall and got a free t-shirt, but nice. weren't triumphant ultimately. And you were telling me that the winner, was there someone that has record there? At Rico's, I like- believe I I know for sure I saw it was up to twenty four. It might be twenty six tacos, which is a lot. I mean, it's it's you have to kind of like lay down and like let your stomach like deal with that because it's a lot of food to cram in there. You know, yeah. and there's no I've time limit 10. or anything. I think but, I've done ten. <clears throat> yeah, you only have to do ten, and you can get the t shirt and like and have your picture taken and get up on the wall. But it became more popular, and I think it got out through pitch articles or something. You know, something kind of. Uh, got the word out more. So it became that their wall kind of got like really dense with pictures and so many people had done the 10 limit, mm-hmm. you know, and so then you're just filling up the wall with like tons of people. But as right. far as I know, like everyone is still up there. If you did it, like your photo is still there like years later. So what do you usually get when you go? What is your favorite taco that Rico's has? I really like the Al Pastor. Like he makes it really kind of crispy and that's like the red pork, you know, and they don't really do the pineapple on it, which is a traditional way to serve that, but um, but it's just real solid. And then I get the lingua. I really like the beef tongue, actually. And that was the first place I ever tried beef tongue, and it was I had friends who were like, you got to do the lingua, you know? And so I did it, and it was it proved to be, like, my favorite, which I order now even, so. Rhiannon, do you have a favorite that you Well, get? I mean, I'm always, like, a traditionalist. Carnitas are always kind of just my simple standard, honestly. Uh, so I'm kind of not— and I, I do, you know, honestly have, like, health limitations with, like, some of the options I get to have, you know, whereas, like, you know, I don't get to have the broad scope. But, I mean, because, like, I, carnitas in general are always, like, that's my go-to. And I love salsa. Like, salsa on everything. Are there uh, are there? That's a whole category of what we could talk about, yeah. salsa, yeah. Do they, have, um, do they have a good variety of salsa, or is it mostly— yeah, like their green salsa, I think, is one of my favorites. They have like a kind of an orange one and kind of a green one. So one's like avocado, mm-hmm. but it's it's been a mystery. I, for a long time, I've tried to make salsas. And like to, when you look at their, I think the secret is mayonnaise, which wouldn't occur to me just approaching it from like my more Mediterranean sort of cooking background. But like, but yeah, it's like mayonnaise and like I think habanero in one of them. And then avocado lime tomatillo sort of is the other one but they're really good they're very different like very just i mean i could drink both of them like you know it's like you use like half a bottle whenever you go there you know just on when you think of tortas though tortas have the mayonnaise and avocado and everything Mm -hmm. on those sandwiches which are always awesome saturdays used to be torta saturdays and Thursdays, which you didn't mention, is a burrito Thursday. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like $2 burritos. And, you know, if you're super hungry, eat two of them. But, like, you know, you can tip and it's like six or eight bucks, you know. I mean, it's it's the cheapest lunch around. We try not to talk about burritos on top of the town. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I didn't mention that. I actually course, had it written down. Course. I was like, nope, got to mention burritos. <laughs> they didn't see the list of names. No, it's all right. It's that's all right. funny. <laughs> so what? Uh, growing up, what was your guys's personal taco history? Is there a, a certain moment where you remember having your first taco? Um, were you did you come from a taco eating family growing up? You know, I mean, I feel like I feel like you definitely did. did I mean, yeah. I feel like my family like it. It was not as heavily. I mean, we my mom used to make homemade tacos. They were just like you know ground beef tacos, and she but she would set. Set it all up so you can dress it how you want. So everything was separated. So it wasn't like pre-dressed or anything. Um, And I know that like, I mean, that was definitely like something we looked forward to. But I mean, I'll admit, like, I feel like my, a lot of it because of my health limitations that started happening years ago is when I started discovering like street style tacos more as a better option because of the corn tortillas and and because a lot of them are usually family run places so it's like you're getting a lot less of like weird processed stuff that you would get at other like bigger restaurant you know yeah like they use um, real seasonings you know versus like a packet that's like taco yeah. generic taco flavoring old you know? el paso mm-hmm. yeah i was going to say when you brought up first taco it's like old el paso <laughs> yep and like when i think about it like we had the hard shell and you eat it the way it looks on the box, you know? So it had shredded uh, shredded iceberg lettuce. Sour cream. Cheese, sour cream, chopped tomato, and, like, ground beef with, like, old El Paso taco seasoning cooked into it. And mm-hmm. 
And then old, old El Paso, like salsa on top. <laughs> like it was the full gamut. Did your family eat out at like uh, Taco Bell a lot? Or we, I mean, we more? did do taco. My family did do taco. I mean, we did do fast food because all of us, we were all dancers and played sports. So it was like a lot of our lives were just like fast food, like in the car and mom showing up. But I, I feel like we didn't do a ton of too heavy I always lo- like loved cinnamon twists from Taco Bell, and then but we did Those like we great. did Taco Villa sometimes. Like we would definitely do Taco Villa. Um, but yeah, I like I said, my family we didn't. It usually if my if we were having them, it was usually my mom was making. You know, just like beef tacos at home. And see, I'm from Iowa, so we had Taco Bell, but like Taco John's was like the preference. Oh yeah. So Taco John's, and if you haven't had them. Even today, I'll go out of my way like once every four years to get potato olays yep, and just great. eat, binge on them. Like they're, they've got this perfect seasoning on them. I don't know what it is. It's not a tater tot. It's just different, but it's like a tater tot. And potato olays are just so good from Taco John's. We're going to be reviewing Taco John's in a couple episodes. It's, uh, it was one of my favorites as a kid too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's still like you got to go there once every four months to. Yeah, and they have Taco Tuesday, so it's like dollar tacos on you know hard, dollar hard shells or whatever. And soft shell Saturdays, I think, was the other one. And dare I utter, I've never had Taco John's. Oh man, oh we gotta have. I've some never had ways. it. I never have. One thing about Taco John's is it's a little more expensive than Taco Bell. Uh huh. Um, but because they charge per like topping, I think at Taco mm-hmm. John's, which is kind of funky. Maybe yeah, um, yeah. And they also are into black, they like sprinkle black olives on stuff, which is different than Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell used to do that. They don't really do that anymore. That's right. You know, they did used to do that. That used to be all their Supremes. Mm -hmm. They they would do the the black olives. Yeah, they'd always throw black olives. It's gone away. It's a shame, you know. I think, I think, (laughs) I think that, uh, I think they need to start. Hey, Taco Bell. You know, <laughs> Taco wake Bell. Up. Where's the black olives? Where's the olives? black olives? Come well, on. You know where they've they've gone into this dark place where it's like now their shells are like Dorito shells and <laughs> like it's just like not. I don't know what's going on in the the food science science lab, you know, of yeah. Taco Bell, but it's, yeah, it's we weird. talked about that. It's a it's a very Frankensteinian uh, mm-hmm. very much time mm-hmm. at Taco yeah. Bell. Yeah. Um. Here on Taco the Town, we like to check the taco ticker, which is the top taco stories in the news of the week. You guys want to check the taco ticker? Okay, yeah, sure. absolutely. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Since we just kind of talked about Taco Bell, in Overland Park, Kansas, the original Kentaco Hut, which was on 119th Street, has been uh, recently renovated and reopened. And it's now just an upscale KFC Taco Bell. They took the Pizza Hut out of it. But it's super upscale almost too nice for what it is, but um, the first two customers in line received a coupon for one free combo meal each once a week for a year. So that's what you got for waiting in line at the Kentucky Hut, or sorry, the Kentucky Bell opening. The KFC Taco Bell features a line of biscuits with specialty toppings that cannot be found anywhere else in the United States. The flavors include cheesecake with chocolate, Fudge, caramel cheesecake, and caramel cherry. Much of the decor at the KFC Taco Bell pays tribute to the KFC founder, Colonel Harlan Sanders. The new KFC Taco Bell is one of three locations that one can purchase Taco Bell-themed merchandise. Wow. Man, they're, they're, they're changing the model here. So what do you guys think? Is this a place you might want to check out? I'm kind of going, what's the merchandise? No. I guess it was you go, definitely no. no, no. <laughs> I go, like, what's the merchandise? <laughs> I think there's t-shirts oh. and other Taco Bell, well, yeah. like hats, fanny packs. Yeah. We've got enough of all that. But what I want to see is like, you know, if you go to, if, I don't know if you've ever been in the Southwest, like Taco Cabana is kind of, it, I would almost prefer, like it's kind of like a Taco John's more than Taco Bell, but like they have a salsa bar. Now I lived like down near the border. So it was like near El Paso, Texas and like the Mexican border. And like, but every, every taco joint had a salsa bar that really was like the, the unique identifier of that place of like who cooked there, what they wanted, like, you know, and so like the, the peppers might be like marinated in this really great way, but just at one restaurant, you know, but it's just like, for whatever reason, Taco John's and Taco Bell and all the local Midwest kinds of places that are more chains, like don't do that. And I don't get that. Cause it's Taco Tico 
which is out of Wichita, and there's some in Topeka. They have salsa bars there. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's so much better. Like, I mean, and everything's fresher, you know? It's like they make them all in-house. It's not like a packet that, like, Lord knows where they fill those Taco Bell And how long they've been sitting out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they they taste weird. You know, I don't know. So I, I prefer, like, the fresher stuff. Like, street tacos, you're kind of guaranteed that a lot of the time, you know? So if the KFC Taco Bell had a salsa bar, you might want to go there? We could revisit this if, <laughs> if, they, if they do that. Like, like. What about you, Rhiannon? You think the new, I mean, did you ever go to the old Kentaco hut? I mean, I don't know if I was ever at that original location. I do remember the first time because all of us would be like, it's Kentaco Hut. And it was like fun for all of us to come up with the weird ways of combining it. I just remember everybody just being so shocked by the whole like, why does this all have to be in one place? And then, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Some people don't want to all eat the same thing in, you know, in a family group or a group that's out dining. Um I don't know. I probably will stick to more of the local, the local uh, spots, right? If I can. Well, it's supposed to be really nice and shiny and new, and it says it's upscale. So, it's upscale. So you have to dress nice to go yeah, there. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking we got to get reservations. Are they reservation only? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a virtual reality gaming no. station. <laughs> Wow. Where you can play a KFC-themed video game. No. It's the only place in the world that has it. Oh, my gosh. Well, now, okay, well, now that it's the only, if it's the like only place I that mean, has, now, like, cheesecake I, biscuits or something, I mean, I don't like cheesecake, but, you know, I, I'm more, it's, I'm interested. I like the fact that they're trying. They're varying from the model. Right. That's always good. Experimentation is good. They did pizza to the curb. They're like, you guys got to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. True. But it also like, but is this is this really they like is this really a success or are they just really so desperate? They're going, come in here, we have VR, <laughs> come enjoy. I wish it was a Taco Bell themed, yeah, instead of a KFC themed, yeah, video virtual reality. Game. Maybe they thought they could do more with it. I don't know. I guess. I'm curious about the VR, but I'm but I'm also not. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of like Chalupa launchers and stuff. I don't yeah. know what I don't know what they'd be doing, but. I mean, when you say virtual reality tacos, I'm there. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be there for virtual reality chickens. Yeah. Chicken legs. Yeah, no. I don't think you can call them chickens legally anymore. Right. That's why they're KFC. Yeah. Kentucky (laughs) fried whatever it is. Things. All right. Let's let's get to the second uh, news article. This uh, second taco ticker news article. Jennifer Lopez recently hosted a star-studded taco party. Oh. It says here the only celebrities that were there were the Kardashians. Those are the only people there? Well, those are the only people I could find in the oh, article okay. that were there. Okay. What celebrities would you invite to a taco fiesta? If you could invite any celebrity in the world. See, it probably would just be me just picking a celebrity I want to meet. I'm like, I'm a nerd where I'm just going, Joni Mitchell, <laughs> come hang out with me um, and eat a taco. Um, you think Joni Mitchell would eat a taco? I don't know if she would. I mean, even if she just sat there and smoked her cigarettes. I don't. I don't care. I mean, and I don't even. Really okay, enjoy let's it. say let's say you have three celebrities okay, you can yeah. invite to a, your taco party that are alive. Dead or alive. who would you be there? Oh or, man, Nick, who, go first. who would you invite? So hard. Yeah, I already did name one. It will oh, always. Okay. Uh, she, she has to be my first one in any time, like her. Um, someone that. Looks like they might enjoy a taco party yeah. and not be a bummer, you know. What was the name of that? Kyle McLaughlin from uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, he would be fun. Um, everything. I think. I think he would really enjoy a good taco and a taco party. He, I think he would be really. He'd be a blast. I think Will Ferrell. I'm fascinated by Jim Carrey. I don't know if he would eat tacos or not. I think he would. He would eat would. tacos. But he would, just get like, a, he would get them in his beard, his big beard he has. Now he'd get the taco pieces yeah. in that beard. Birds would be landing in his hands while he's like <laughs> eating them, you know? Yeah. Like he's he's like a guru now. Yeah. Um, this is quite a group of people <laughs> so far. You know, it would be really fun to be like like the, the two lead singer girls from Lucius, like eating tacos with them would be really fun because they're kind of like twins and it'd just be really kind of But they're not cool, twins. But they're not twins. You just like them. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they're good. <laughs> Do they count as one person? Does that count as your two? You kind I would of like to recognize them, like, their individuality. Package. So if I have to give up two of my three, like I'd I'd do oh, that okay. for Lucius. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Polly Shore would be Polly Shore. Have a that good time at a taco great. party. He would. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> think of that. That'd be awesome. Like, <laughs> no, be so funny. I, I don't know. I think I that would that. be a good I was uh, like <laughs> like Gilbert Gottfried should start a company called Gilbert Gottfried's Taco <laughs> Parties where he just goes around and has like you can hire him to Come throw a taco party yeah. at your house. Yeah. I wish I could do an impression and be like, what are these tacos? I need some salsa over here. Like, I don't know. It just, it'd be hilarious. Uh, maybe the crocodile hunter's daughter. She'd be fun. She could mm. bring some birds and crocodiles. Bryn? Bindi. Bindi. See, I was somewhere. I'm Bindi? like, Bryn, Bin. Bryn, yeah, some, Brindy. Something Australian. Yeah. Why? Oh, you, th- you think she'd be fun? Why? Yeah, I think crocodile, like she could bring animals and you could feed the tacos mm-hmm. to the animals. That would yeah. be a good time. Yeah. But then you got to be careful because you don't want to have the crocodile attack yeah. somebody and yeah. eat all the tacos. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's close up the taco ticker. Thanks for answering <laughs> those questions, guys. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> this is the part on Taco the Town where. I have my guests read a bad review of our favorite, of your favorite taco place. So we love Rico's, but there are some people out there that had, did not have a good experience at Rico's. This is called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. So I'm going to give you guys the script and uh, I'll let you read the bad reviews. Okay. Okay. All right. Bad reviews on Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Taco the Town. Here is the first bad review read in a funny voice. Sheila M. says, This was horrible. I have been to a lot of authentic taco places, and this was by far the worst. No flavor. By the way, I am a chef, and I have a degree in culinary as well, so I hate to write a bad review, but the service I had wasn't great either. If you want really want awesome food, try Los Amigos or San Antonio's. They have been the best so far. (laughs) One star. Oh, man. Sheila. Sheila. Jeez. One star. That's rough. She's a chef. She's a chef. A degree in culinary. Well, you know. Yours is a little bit longer. Um, He had a lot to get off his chest. (laughs) So Brian E says... Went here at the suggestion of a co-worker to have their $1 street tacos on Tuesday. Upon walking in, the place looked to be a dump. My sense of smell was overwhelmed with the scent of cooking meat and caustic cleaners. It wasn't pleasing at all. The salsa tasted like tomato sauce, simply no flavor at all. There were three other kinds of salsa in plastic tubs at the front that you had to serve yourself with. But honestly, they weren't much better. The street tacos were a good value. However, I tried the pastor asada and chorizo, and none of them had really any flavor at all. I mainly only tasted the onions. I would not recommend this place to anyone and would avoid at all costs. However, if you like getting your picture put up in a restaurant, they will take your picture and hang it on the wall if you eat 10 street tacos in one sitting. One star. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's kind of nice that he at least was just like, but if you want your picture taken, I I mean, cool, guys. (laughs) We just watched Die Hard for for the holidays. I hadn't seen it. That was that was, so. was an embarrassing thing. Well, so we were watching unconventional Christmas movies, like kind of the unconventional Christmas movies, and I had not officially watched Die Hard all the way through, just like bits and pieces when I was younger. So we watched that because I was also like, I was like Edward Scissorhands is another like Christmas movie, but not officially, yeah. but is. So we did that. Did you do but, Batman yeah. Returns? We didn't do that no, one. That was a good, that's a good that one a to good have one. done, too. Yeah. Die Hard's great. Mm-hmm. It was. We saw I it mean, at Alamo it last hilarious. year. And it's yeah. great on the big I remember screen. when that was up there because yeah. I was like, I need to see this. And that's why now I like know some of, and now I understand a lot of your quotes that he's been doing over the years where I'm like, what are you doing? 
He's my like, favorite part is when he Bruce Willis first gets to the airport and like the girl hugs the guy and he goes, California. <laughs> I know. I yeah, know. yeah, over and over. I know. I'm like, there were so many things. I was like, why did that just happen? It's, it's a great movie. <laughs> I was like, like so many moments. I was like, I was like, so is he just he's just talking to himself right now? He's just California. like, come on, John, you should know. But I was like, what's it like? I mean, it's kind of great. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. Sidebar. That was great. I love that. Yeah, I like recommend. Yeah. It is. Thanks. Yeah, you got I, through it. Yeah. I literally found it like while we were watching, I was like, McLean. And I've always done that, <laughs> but I've never like talked. And then we'd be in the bathroom and I'd be like, where are my detonators? And like, it just. <laughs> now I'm picturing Alan Rickman going to Rico's <laughs> and doing this review. Like <laughs> grumpy British guy yeah. went there and had a bad experience. Well, that was, we that was by far better than mine. No, that, they're both great. Hers was classic. No. No, one of her, no. one of her, one of my favorites of her voices that she does. It's really well. We don't agree. We think Rico's is one of the best taco places in town. Absolutely, I would um, say so. Yeah. Out of five golden tacos, what would you rate Rico's? One being not so good, five being the best taco in town. What would you say? You would give Rico's. It's my five. I like. It's one of my favorites. We've had friends who have, they've had them do their weddings and stuff, and it was like the highlight. Yeah, that was like, pretty, that was I pretty mean, amazing. Yeah, like because then you're at like a private party and you can just walk up and it and it's literally all the and the, you're not like I don't have to get confused by coming to the closed like, door I mean, that says we'll be back in three hours and you're like man. <laughs> yeah, because they're 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 doing gigs we and get stuff. As much and, as we want. Do they have a taco truck? Um, it's well, like they used to have a cart from what I knew, yeah. but th- I think that's kind of like what they do with their pop up at an event, you know. And they have like a mobile griddle and all of okay. it, and they set up a yeah. little cold bar mm-hmm. with all the stuff and toppings. And I don't know if they actually have a real like a truck truck. I've, I've heard they've done some art openings, out. I think, yeah, and some things like that. So they mm-hmm. they get around and they're available for events. So Rhiannon says five out of five. What would you say, Rico's Tacos Lupe? I have a hard time saying anything is the best of anything, you know? It's like, I mean, for one, it changes from restaurant to restaurant. Like, if staffing changes, there are all kinds of variables can affect what you're eating, you know? Um, but I think all my experiences, yeah, I'll, I'll hold that place pretty highly. Like, yeah, four or five, like, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely it's a solid uh, 4.5 out of 5 for me. Mm-hmm. Um it's down there on Southwest Boulevard. There's so many great taco places down there. I mean, mm-hmm. I would think a great fun afternoon would be doing like a taco pub crawl and just hitting all the taco places on Southwest Boulevard. Ah, oh, totally. That would be a good time. So if you're out there, Taco the Town listening audience, and you want to try that, you know, go ahead and tell me how it works out. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of doing the the all you can eat, like doing the contest? think i'm going to now you've got me excited i want to do a live I want my picture up yeah, yeah. the yeah. live episode that's that'd great. be awesome yeah that'd be great it's a good idea i wanted to after i did that the the first round of it trying to like i wanted to make it into like a full-on art project and like write a grant or like launch a kickstarter or something to like generate <laughs> just to generate enough to cover the tab of what it would cost <laughs> to buy like 25 tacos which like <laughs> is 50 dollars <laughs> but i did you go on a Tuesday when you did the contest, or you did it on a? Uh, yeah, I would advise. When they were a dollar. Yeah, go Tuesday. It's like the cheapest version of it. They don't give you, you know, discounts. If you were to win it, like you, I think you're still paying your tab. You know, it's not like there's anything in it. I mean, the T-shirt, you know. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's just like any day. So yeah, Tuesday's a way better day to do it. All right. So if you are hungry for some tacos and you're down on Southwest Boulevard and you're near Rico's uh, at 802 Southwest Boulevard, and you're having a hankering. Stop on in and have some tacos. Go on Tuesday for the dollar taco special. Have some tacos. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Now back to the show. So this is the part of Taco the Town where I ask my guests some in-depth, deep taco questions. Just tell me the first thing that comes to your head. Um, Let's go in deep here. This is called Taco Topics. Question one, what's the one thing you look for in a taco? Simple ingredients. I want fresh cilantro. I just want those onions on top. Like, 
That's kind of end the meat. That's just That's like it. all I want. Fresh lime. And I want small, you know, I like, this, you know, almost like the smaller the the corn tortilla, the happier I am. I think if I were to say one thing, like like integrity, like where you pick it up, it's a corn tortilla, maybe two, you know, depending. But it like doesn't fall apart. It doesn't break open and like crack open. So it all just falls apart on the plate. You know, it's just like it's it holds together. It's not too greasy, not over-seasoned, but not salty, you know? Yeah. Grease is good on – I like greasy tacos with a hard-shell taco, but a greasy yes. taco with a with a flour tortilla or corn tortilla, mm, yeah. that's no good. Yeah, it falls apart too easy. Yeah. So. Do you prefer hard-shell or soft-shell, or do you prefer both? Soft-shell, Totally. I think I tend to do it. Dep- I, honestly, this is one of those things where I, my preference will always be the soft shell, but depending upon certain places I go to, I like the hard shell more. That has more to do with the salsa content if I like their salsa. Hot or mild salsa, or do you just use a lime? I usually just do a lime. I kind of venture into the hottest they have, which if you go to good, you know, good homemade places can be something you regret maybe afterwards, but like it's, you know, habanero, bring it on, like tomatillo, like avocado. I really just like the the different types of flavors that they explore, you know. Uh, I'm always more of a medium. Like I want it to be, even if the, even if they're not putting like actual salsa on there, but just like the seasoning to be, I don't like it to be so bland that it's like, you know, there isn't any spice to it. If you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? Just, just cashew nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's truer than it should be, but or now uh, I want cashew nuts. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah. I prefer the the ro- dry roasted unsalted is my my favorite. Yeah, my boring answer will probably be like scrambled eggs. Yeah, no, that's that's, <laughs> that's like what truest. I'm eating. Is there a meal that you eat kind of uh, almost as much as you eat tacos, or your go to? Um, when you're instead of tacos, I would say pizza. I mean, like I was saying before, like you know, tacos are like my fast food. So when I'm, you know, I mean, like that's always the the preference, even over like you know any Thai food or Chinese food or any of that uh, Indian food. The choice is always is always a good taco. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Do you think it needs to get more hype and more pub like it does for being a barbecue town? I would say it would be nice to have those options to actually have good tacos like rather than having. So there's there's a place which I don't want to jump too far to like another like, you know, topic, but there's a place in L.A. They describe they have their family ran, you know, and it's all traditional, um, you know. Tacos um, and, you know, and everything else. But they but they have a specification of, like, their carnitas or al pastor. And then they have drive th- drive-through tacos is oh, what wow. it's described. And that's how you, the, you understand it's going to get sour cream and the, you know, lettuce, you know, the chopped, thinly chopped lettuce and, like, slices of tomato, which is more of what you get at, like, a Taco right. Bell or whatever. So, um, yeah. Is there something taco wise that you've had in other cities that you think Kansas City needs to bring here, or is there something like taco wise that Kansas City's missing? Just having more, like better, more of the authentic. But you know, we frequent like you know Southwest Boulevard. If you can't go to Rico's, you can go to Taqueria Mexico right down the street, or El Poblito, or mm-hmm. I mean, almost every every little spot on that street right there in that block, you know, is a different joint. But yeah, I guess that was more of like yeah, what I was leading with was like when you're gonna go to a place and like maybe it's like you know you're gonna go watch a Chiefs game. And like you said, it's like there, there's barbecue options. You've got your burger options, all this stuff. It's like it'd be nice for there to be street style tacos on the menu, which you can get in other cities Instead most of the time. Fast food tacos. Instead of yeah, and, and have it be done more traditionally prepared rather than like the drive through taco. They're just like, it's beef tacos with just like beef, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, you know bar tacos. That, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I would yeah. rather there be more of that, which I feel like I find, you know, in other cities. What are your top three favorite taco places in Kansas City? I mean, El Camino Real for sure is one of mine. Um, 
And I've had a lot of good experiences at Taqueria Mexico. I was like say, I, I still really one. like Taqueria Mexico. I mean, that's another place that we do frequent. And I, I, like I order there. other things there that I won't mention right now, but like, <laughs> starts um, with a B, maybe. They have this like mocajete thing. That's yeah, like, I was going to say, he like, what's that? It's like a, you know, it's one of those uh, pestle and mortar like lava bowls, you know, that's like Whoa. all, you know, weighs like 10 pounds. And they, they heat that up and they bring it out and it's full of like bubbling salsa. And then there's like these weird strips of stuff just kind of hanging over the edges. It looks kind of like, looks kind of not the best presentation in a way, but it's like yeah. pieces of like cactus and steak and chicken and shrimps and it. And you just kind of dip it all like in this bubbling cauldron of salsa, and like sounds great. It's amazing, and you yeah. basically make it into like they give you tortillas, you make tacos with it. But it's just like I feel like I learn a lot. Like honestly, I mean that has been that's when you're kind of like you know we're sort of the first couple with this. But it's like I've learned so much about kind of taco world from Nick, which I appreciate and I'm thankful for because, like I said, because it suits it suits me food wise. What are some good taco towns that you visited or some other good taco towns in the United States? We go to, I mean, she, she lives in LA. I, I travel there a lot to visit and I'm moving there soon, but LA has got a lot of good stuff. Like Trejo's Tacos is like in many locations, but they're really, really good. And there's excellent good. street tacos all over town there too. Gardens of Taxco in LA is like my, that, that's my go-to one um, for the affordable I like brick and flour because I like the way that they season it, but it's expensive. Blanchos on third is also good. Those are also in LA. But we've had, but even when we've, I mean, I guess that's, yeah, we're sticking to the United States. I know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I don't travel to many places. And when you do, you don't always get to eat the thing like you want to eat or, you you know. You're saying you used to live down in Texas? Um, or New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. And down there, um, I was going to say, like, if There's I, great places if I down couldn't there. point out, like, a certain place, like, Chope's is, like, one that's, like, a classic one in um, near Las Cruces. It's, like, you drive through the pecan orchards, and it's just, like, you're driving on this beautiful drive with, like, tree cover, which down there, like, trees don't really exist besides pecan orchards. So, like, it's, you know, it's a unique thing there. And uh, but you, you make this pilgrimage to Chope's, which is, like, this biker bar in the middle of nowhere, and it's, like, literally, like... The grandmas in the kitchen are like the ones like making your chili relleno and all these things. So it's really everybody goes there. But um, but the the thing that people might not know if you haven't been to like southern New Mexico, especially it's like where I lived in Las Cruces, there was like one Mediterranean restaurant, like a handful of Italian. But like basically, if you want to eat out, there are no real other cuisines. Like there are easily 40 or 50 different Mexican restaurants, you know? And so like, then you're kind of into like, people have all their weird preferences. And like, some people are into like the roasted jalapenos at one or like the salsa bar at one, or some have like good carnitas. It's, a, it's similar to like how barbecue is treated here. Mm -hmm. And I can't say I'd, I'd recommend any of them. Like Andale's is good. Chope's is like classic, but not like maybe the best quality out of them all. But like, you know, you go to some weird other one that like your friend is taking you to and you have like the best green chili you know, green chili chips and salsa that you've ever had, you know, and it's, it's just all over the place and, uh, culturally really interesting, you know. Do you have a memory of the best taco you've ever eaten or have you eaten the best taco yet in your life that you will ever eat? There's still to discoveries say. to be made. There's still right. so much more to explore in the taco world. So I wouldn't want to limit myself because if I say that, then you know are you oh. gonna ask about where's the worst no, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say you're not gonna find it at ponchos like <laughs> like but i Which will say i'm a frequent ponchos patron. was our last episode okay i'm a frequent patron i'll admit like i go there you know at one in the morning like tacos is like the junk food of choice if you're able to it was drive. voted the number two best late night eatery in kansas city according was to the it pitch really? last, yeah. yeah was it really if you want to wait in line i mean i remember the first time i ever had you know, when I ate from there, but I was inebriated. So. Right. It's like if you go at midnight or later, like you're going to be in a line of like 10 cars. Still oh, moves know. pretty quick. Yeah. Like, you know, but like I've I've waited a lot of times in that line. I got stuck in that line one time. I swear I was there for about 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't get out from where I was. You know, he's yeah. not one of those. Oh, yeah, because you can't yeah. just pull out and around. And I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was going to run out of gas. 
No, I've had, oh, I've that's had what that. Was you had that sputtering in that line for sure. Because you, you wait and you wait and then you pull up and it's like half the time without the line, I wouldn't know if they're open. Yeah. You know, the sign is like kind of dim and the lights are out. Yeah. The lights are all out, you know. And Buzzing. I'm just, but like you show up and they're just like, yeah, it's going to hurt up. And you're just like, uh, the Mashaga burrito, you know, like you just kind of <laughs> order. Mishaga. Is that what you get? <laughs> like, but their tacos are heavily guacamole. I'm just warning people. There's so much cheese and guacamole on them. It's like shocking, like unlike anywhere else, really. Uh. We had a big debate last episode on a lettuce on tacos. Mm. And if that's a, a yes or a no. No. I'm a no. no. I'm no all less. about greens, no. you know? People should eat their greens, but like when you put it on like hot meat, it's just. <laughs> I just feel like you just don't need it. Like I feel like I just, I don't want that really in in my taco. You're more into a cilantro on your tacos. Yeah, which is funny because I worked at, I did work at a Mexican restaurant here in Kansas City. I worked at Salsa Grill. Oh, yeah. Okay. In Mission, which has fabulous salsa. It Amazing. really does. Their, their, hot, their hot salsa is really great. And. When I worked there, I couldn't. For, so something's evolved with my body. I could not stand the smell of cilantro, and when they'd be chopping it in the back, I'd be in the front going. Oh. I was like, I was gagging, and I was just like, I hate it. And then it was like it put me in a bad mood, and I was like, something chemically is happening to me when cilantro. And I've heard someone said that there's like a genetic thing that there's people who just like cannot. So I don't know what happened because at some point, because it used to give me a headache when I would smell it too. I couldn't hmm. stand it. And now I love it. And that's that's one of my big staple. I still will put it on like everything. And I love chopping it up and just putting it in fresh salad greens. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so yummy because well, you can my- season it to to anything, you know. It might be like one of our friends was saying, you know, every seven years, your body like is completely renewed, like all mm. the cells have regenerated and everything, you know, and you, your yeah. taste can literally change and you yeah. can be like into foods you weren't. And, you know, yeah, so. is that why I like mustard now? And I never liked <gasps> mustard. Really? You hated it? Oh my gosh. What kind of mustards do you like now? It's called Heinz. I was going to say, is it just mustard. the yellow mustard? <laughs> you haven't like brought it out into like stone ground. Grey Poupons. Grey Poupons. Oh, but of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any taco phobias or taco no-nos? Is there something besides mm. lettuce on a taco that you guys both said you don't like? Is there something that you just say, hey, not on my tacos? it's shredded like shredded american cheese or whatever like i just i don't want shredded cheese on top yeah, like, like shredded that's cheddar just, cheese and stuff i'm like. just like no i i you know like if, i feel like it's like if that's it. picnic style you know it's like you're at like a friend of thing you know or like that's like what my mom made when i was younger but it's like that's something that i go that's not what i want when i'm having my taco experience sorry mama I don't know. Yeah, I think like I I I feel like the format for the taco was was mastered long ago, you know, and it and it's just like the the meat, onion, cilantro, and mm-hmm. fresh lime juice, and then salsa if you want it, you know. But like that's all you need, and that right. that and a yeah. good tortilla, like homemade tortillas are definitely like really great if you can go somewhere with that, you know, where they do that. Yeah. I even go like when I go shopping, I go to like some of the grocery stores that have like tortilla machines like in the sh- in the store and like yeah. you, you buy a big stack and they're like maybe 250 for like, you know, a giant pile of them that I'll never finish, I never do. But like they're warm and like you take those home and you know, it's just like just like stick to the simple, you know. If right. you if you do all those simple things right, you know, it's you don't need anything else if you ask me. Like So this is the rapid fire. You guys just tell me the first thing that pops into your head, your first uh feeling. Um Taco Pizza, yay or nay? Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> like, specifically yeah. if you're in Dubuque, Iowa, which I don't know who would be listening to this, but like Dubuque, Iowa, Happy Joe's Taco Pizza mm-hmm. is oh. Just so good. The key, though, is they Just reminds put- me of childhood. It's like, oddly, it, it's like the food that was served for taco pizzas when you're, like, in elementary school. Not the top, but I still have, like, a very good memory around that. So I'm just like, I always looked forward to that day. It was just like, taco pizza, yeah! So Happy Joe's puts, I think, what's, like, crushed up Doritos, like, yeah. on top. Which really, which really, like, seals the deal. So like- it's like bean, lettuce- Crushed Doritos, tomato, and cheese, right? Yeah, it's like it could be like beans and salsa or, you know, it can't be just like normal tomato marinara kind of thing, but 
But then like ground beef or taco meat or something and cheese. And then, you know, so it's normal pizza. And then places usually do like black olives as like the supreme, right. you know. So there's like two tiers of taco pizza. But but no one puts the chips on there. And I've had Minsky's, like it's decent. Like Sarpino's is like decent. They don't do chips? They don't do chips. Sarpino's, you chips. get this giant like to-go container full of like a, just a ton of grated cheese and like the lettuce and tomato so oh, it's so like they don't even make it. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. assemble it because the lettuce would just get destroyed if the heat were just just driving it to you. That's the you one know? thing I've noticed about taco pizza is the lettuce is always messed up. You can never always, reheat it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just you can't reheat iceberg lettuce the next day on a pizza. It's just terrible. So it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm at odds with it, but fresh, it's it's amazing. I never had it with the lettuce. I always had it just with all. It was all the other ingredients layered. So maybe they were just like screw the lettuce. <laughs> You don't reasons. know what to do with this lettuce. Mm-hmm. Um, taco salad, yay or nay? Yay. Are we talking with the fried the fried shell, the bowl? Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm all about that. Okay. Mini tacos, yay or nay? Anything baby-sized. Any, any. Little, We're talking like give the me fried, a baby taco. Little mini taco. Little, little baby you know, beer. Give me the little baby. Yeah. Baby, like baby and, corn. Yeah, like anything baby. like that. <laughs> I'll never order them, but I would, nostalgically, I'll say yes. Like, Choco tacos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you've had one, man. I don't think I've had one. Oh, it's good. So good. Taco burgers? I don't want that. That's getting a little... I don't want that. I mean, no. (laughs) No. Let's just not. Let's... There's a... Like, tortas are there, you know? Like, let's... Taco dogs? Just sounds gross. I don't know. And you see pictures of it, it's even grosser than it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Tacos served with French fries instead of chips and salsa. Yeah, no. Man. What are you talking about? No. What is this? There are rumors that Taco Bell is going to start serving no. French fries. I mean, come on. What are they going to be it. like? Flaming hot French fries, like like the Cheetos. I was just going to say they're Cheetos French fries. <laughs> they will be. They're like, going to be French fries with the Cheetos. They're like, like like powder on top. With a big bowl of ranch, too. They're also talking oh, about God. putting a French fries in a burrito at Taco Bell. You know, Bell. that's actually really good. Um, potato burrito? Well, potatoes, yeah. like diced potatoes. I can understand that, I guess. When I was in graduate school, there was a joint that it was right across from the school. So it was like you'd go there for your breakfast burrito. But, like, the dude put french fries like out of the frozen bag like on the griddle and like cooked them up and i remember just being like dude this is weird i've never seen anybody like use these like this but it like surprisingly worked really well like i mean it's not very different from other potatoes you know our guest on the last episode her mom made mashed potato tacos when she was growing up and it sounds like the most delicious thing ever dang so favorite song to listen to in your car when you're on your way to eat tacos (laughs) hmm I was saying Paul Simon always makes me think of like tacos. Ta- like it really, I don't know for some reason it just makes me think like casual which, day. Which one? Which but I don't. You know, I, I mean, but honestly, it's like what I, I feel like what I'm usually listening to in the car. It's just like I don't know. I'm musically stuck right now. So. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> She's that in got a depressing. Funk, a musical almost funk right now. <laughs> well, um, I hope you can find that song. Mm-hmm. I hope. You get out of your funk and you find that taco I think song. I'll find the song and I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, get back to me on I that. I will. I will. All right. Last question. When you're sitting down by yourself, maybe you guys are, you know, away from each other and you're having a, a taco dinner all by yourself or a taco lunch, just all alone, looking out the window, kind of looking at the trees and the sunset. What are you usually thinking about when you're eating tacos? I was going to say what you already described is already so much nicer than what I think I actually end up doing when I eat my tacos. (laughs) I think I'm usually like gorging. So no thoughts, just. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm usually just going like number one is, well, because like I said, a lot of times it's it's my favorite hangover food. So a lot of times it's just like, oh, oh, yes, because I'm just so happy that I know I'm going to feel better because it's the medicine. That I've been needing all day, so usually it's just like a, it's just like a force. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I'm usually just trying not to like drip salsa like on my couch. <laughs> yeah, you know? like that's where I'm at. <laughs> I was say I mean like like lately at least in just like the past two months I'm going like the most recent it's just like me on all my air mattresses 
uh, air mattress bed, air mattress couch because I've moved so many times um, in the last few months. That it's like, yeah, being like, oh, I just don't want to. It's okay. I mean, it's I kind of don't care. It's always a struggle with the salsa. It's all you can't. Yeah. You, sometimes you rip the packet open or the little dish and mm-hmm. you spill it. And you got to be meat careful. Juices, yeah. But like, yeah, you got to put it on per bite, you know, like right. so you can't overdo that because it'll leak out, you know, the tortilla is two ended. So it'll yeah. leak out the backside. So you got to like mm-hmm. be yep. prepared for that. And yeah, I should try and have one of the the ones that you were describing where I'm looking out the window and it's a peaceful experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you were describing that, I think of like there's a place south of Cancun that we go to. We just kind of discovered on a trip, we were like driving around, kind of staying in that area. And then we we found a little trailer park community, actually, that's like a gated community on a private bay mm-hmm. called um, Pamul. And so we'd go there and just like hang out. And like when I when I think of like my peaceful, most like, you know, peaceful taco coveted experience. place where I would eat tacos, like it's right there on the beach. Where yeah. You can snorkel right there on the beach. And we're staying in a place where you open your door and it's like right on the water and there's one restaurant right there, so we just eat there and like you know eat well, tacos we would like every day. Well, we buy a lot of our stuff and make because ceviche I, and I bring I bring the the hot plate to cook in the room. Oh wow! Yeah, we 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 go portable. We have a portable kitchen. We kind of drag around yeah. so we can like make make sauteed vegetables and. So stuff, we just you know? would go into town and you go and you get like local like meat stuff and then do it anyway. That's fancy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess so. it's actually more like the poor man's way of <laughs> oh. traveling because you're just like, we'll save on money if we do this. Or it's like you go, you know, with with like if you have food limitations, like what are you going to do? So like we anywhere we go, we can always cook. You can always buy like fresh produce and everything, mm-hmm. you know, so we we do that actually a lot. We just like to cook. You know, mm-hmm. This is the part of the show where I open it up to my guests to ask me a taco related question. Do you guys have a taco related question you'd like to ask me? What's your meat of choice? I went through a stage recently where chicken was my meat of choice, but now I'm on the pork train. When I was growing up, I was a beef kid, and then I was a chicken teenager, and -hmm. now I'm an adult. So now I'm a pork-eating adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went through a little bit of a steak phase as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll throw it. You know, when you're ordering five, like throw in one, like carne asada, you know, like, but... I haven't had a chicken phase in a long time, though. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What What is your taco song, and what are you thinking about as you look out the window <laughs> and are eating your tacos? My taco song, maybe some Hall & Oates. Mm-hmm. Nice. Your kiss is on my list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll have to try that one, yeah. That's- and my... What I think about when I'm eating tacos, I like to break it down by bite. So Um, usually the first bite, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is what I wanted to eat. Yeah, this is very good. And then when I'm chewing it, I'm usually thinking, oh, I I look out at the horizon and I think, oh, I think it might rain today. Mm -hmm. And then I look back at the taco. And the taco says, yes. And the taco (laughs) usually... It makes a face like it might frown at me. It might wink at me. Uh-huh. And then I go, no, buddy, you're not getting out of this one. And then I just continue to eat it, yeah. even though it starts to look at me. Yeah. Exactly. So are you like, you take a bite and then you take a bite off the back end and then the middle? Or do you do like front to back? I love this question. I don't do the front to back. I usually just try to get through the taco all together on one side. Oh, wow. Are you a front to backer? I kind of, yeah. I was, I was thinking say, about, I like, think it's funny because I've never really thought about that. But when you just brought it up, I was like, I think I'm a front to back or two, but, oh, but not with all of them. It does not, it's not the process for them all. I also am the, yeah, I put <laughs> chips in there too. Put chips oh. in the taco? Oh. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll put, I'll, so I have a couple different ways. Depends on how the strength of the tortilla. There's times where I'll just put full chips on the sides. And then other times I'll just crinkle it. Or I take a bite and then shove a chip in my mouth. So then, like, that's all together. Sometimes if the back is falling out. Yeah. And then if there's sauce dripping out of the back, you got to do the back. Yeah, you got to go front to back and then then the middle. Work your way. Then you just kind of, you know, just shove the middle part in your mouth because it's, like, dripping all over. Right. It's, like, on your chin. I'm so hungry for tacos right now. I know. I'm dying. (laughs) Like, honestly. That's something I've been told that this show does. It automatically makes people want to go eat tacos, which is amazing. And I'm so 
proud and glad that that is what this show is doing to America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show. Is there anything you, you guys want to us. plug before before we we uh, get out of here today? Is there anything? Where can people check out your work? And oh, I I will. I will decline a plug for anything for myself. Right okay. Now. <laughs> if you if you have uh, on demand or uh, if you're going down to the local VHS video store, maybe check out the Shallows. You can check out the Shallows. You Definitely, can hear me yeah. in that. Really, like um, if you, I mean, unbeknownst to most people, like if you hear dialogue in the movie, it's most likely Rhiannon. Right. Like, yeah, I I, I did actually movie, do. I didn't realize until I saw the film that I was like, oh. I I literally performed every line in this film except That's for like right. maybe five. I I mean some of it they didn't use all of it, but the, all of it was recorded. I feel like it's safe for me to talk about it now, now that it's all out. But that's like, that's probably like a real fun one that's just like out there all the time right now. And I feel like it's one of those weird things you forget like the things that you've done until like later you're like, oh yeah, I've done this too and I forgot. Life has moved very quickly lately. And Flatliners so. too, right? The new Flatliners. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to see it to see that one yet. Can you give us a preview of maybe one of the lines you said in that movie that we might listen for? <laughs> like, uh, hey, yeah, she went. I'm um, losing him. Something like that. She. What was the girl? <laughs> she had to say this girl's name because it was it was for Kiersey Clemens in the film, and she goes, "Rena, it's Sophia from West Hadley." I um I really needed to talk to you. So that's Whoa. what that's what she yeah. so it's because she has like this whisper thing, but yeah. it, it, and I think that was exactly the line because that's what helps me. When, you know, when I've gone into the sessions, I'll kind of like what you were doing your Alan Rigney kept going McLean <laughs> McLean. <laughs> you just but if you repeat it, it's like it's just like a song. It's like when you're singing, you're using you know your ear to remember what that tone is going to be, so that you can kind of have that flavor. Vocally, when you go in, that was so. awesome. Oh, thanks. You see, where like where can you see what I've done lately? I think if you go to the Rieger, like you can see a lot of things. Like I've made most of the paper products in there. So if you get oh, the cool. coasters, you know, with like the there's kind of a Rieger coaster floor design. That's like like the floor tiles in the restaurant. I I drew that and designed that and made those and um, recently kind of did a reprint of those and all the menus and wine lists and everything in there. I pretty much make all of that. So like that's. That's always fun, and the Antler Room restaurant is another one where I know the know the owners, and work. yeah, and so they they commissioned some artwork from me right before they opened. So it's been over a year now, but it so I gave them some artwork of mine that's on display now, and like I also make their menus, um, their like drink lists and business cards and things. But my artwork's on display there, and I'm right now just finishing the commission that they hired me to do that's going to be the permanent work that'll be on their walls. So cool. that'll be going up. They're wood carvings. So they're oh, nice. they're these larger scale Yeah, they're like 30 by 40 carvings. inch like wood carvings and I kind of present them like a painting, but if you get up close to it and look at it, it's it's like a hand carved like surface of wood, so it looks like a drawing, but it's all carved, chiseled and Mm-hmm. Um, awesome custom made just for them so like that's that's probably the biggest thing I've been working on and I'm always printing stuff like I print for a lot of like other businesses and artists and nonprofits. and what's your company website just the cucarachapress.com okay spelled pretty much how you'd how you'd think it would be but yeah I just I custom print for all kinds of people so like Guadalupe Center is I just printed you know some some bags that they they fill with tamales and give to their big donors and like um, so yeah, I, you've done, this is like the second year you've done theirs. Yeah, I've done those a bunch. And, you know, Post Coffee Company is another one. I, I do constantly different T-shirts and projects with them. And, you know, it's... Live printing with Barclay. Yeah, I do live printing. So I did like some with like Hallmark and Barclay. So like anybody who works at those companies has probably seen me doing my thing. And, you know, and then some of their employees and people like hit me up later and I'll do like side projects. So like there was a guy, Edwig Mendez, he designed like a... A relief t-shirt for after the the Mexican earthquake that happened you know where there was in Mexico City there was like all this destruction and so he designed a shirt for that and we did a couple prints of that and you know and so he's been selling those and donating the funds to kind of help the relief effort and it's all over the map but it's always really fun and interesting and I work with a lot of really talented people from like artists or chefs or designers and you know anyone else really yeah mm-hmm. you got to get a get a Rico's as a client Oh, I know. Your right? I brought it up. I'd go in there and I'd be like, hey, let's, you know. And the, but they had a T-shirt. Right. Somebody doing the T-shirts yeah. already. And, you know. Well, Rhiannon Birdsall and Nicholas Naughton, thanks for joining us on the show. 
Thank you. Thanks for having <laughs> this us. This was yeah, awesome. This is great. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Your reviews mean a lot to us. If you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review, suggest a taco topic, ask us a question, or just to give us a taco tip, please check out our Facebook page, Taco the Town KC, and also follow us on Twitter at Taco the Town KC. And as always, you can also reach out via email by sending a message to Taco the Town Topics at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen and executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Until next time, go eat some tacos! <laughs>